Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the law firm of Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. Go ahead, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit back and listen. song i think in the dark was a better song from him however Ooh, i think so i think just so. a little bit just a little bit so do you remember the song space invaders from i think it was written about the the video game that came out you talking the pretenders what is that it now I gotta look it up. Was it an all instrumental piece? No. Then I don't know what you're talking about. No, the 
let's see here. Uh, there it is. Wait. Everybody hold. Let's have some fun with a novelty Riker on Off the Charts. I do not remember this in any way, shape, or form. Well, there it is in the corner of the bar. I tried to run, but I didn't get far. Those weird little men, I'll blow them away. I'd sell my mom for a chance to play. He's hooked, he's hooked, his brain is cooked. He's hooked, he's hooked, his brain is cooked. They start off slow, but it don't play clean. Who the hell is this? It's tricky and low, it's a mean machine. There's lots of them and one of Uncle Vic. When the walls are gone, they'll get to you. Radio DJ from KLOS. For KMET. Ooh, I think it was like 98.5. Now I gotta look this crap up. Alright, he was a DJ. I can't find anything about this dude, man. What the hell? God, I want to say it was WGCL, but... Um, so you said this was an Ohio guy. Yes. Uncle Vic, Vic musical artist. Victor Black. WKYC. What the? What? Victor Uncle Vic Bleckman. Uh, also owned a nightclub here. called Uncle Vic's. Yes. In Cleveland. Why does it say who? Oh my God. I, actually, it's in Elyria, and I think it's still open. Oh my God. Uncle Vic's, Uncle Vic's nightclub, 9 Lake Avenue, Elyria, <laughs> Ohio. Uh, he was he was a DJ on, I think it was 98.5. Could be. Uh, and he, he had like the best night show there was. I would sit there and listen to the dude all night long because uh, he had the, the night shift. 
And uh, the Space Invaders song, he, he'd play it all the time. He actually, you can buy it in a 45. You can buy it on Apple Music for that matter. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking awesome. I love that guy. Huh. Uh, oh, just, my God. He's on IMDb. What? Yeah. What? They're in high school, blah, 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 nightclub. WGCL 98 FM 98 1979 to 1986. That's what I I thought it was WGCL. All right. Awesome. And that's hilarious. I love Uncle Vic. He's dead. It, 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 yeah. Uh what number were we on? I believe 12. I believe 12, yeah. I believe that was up to me. Yeah, I do believe so, because I did Diamonds Are Forever for Got 12. It. All right, my number 12 is for Your Eyes Only, who we've we've went over this one before. Um, this was the only Bond film to date in the official franchise, not to feature M. It was the uh, Bernard Lee was having health issues and passed away of stomach cancer Yeah, uh, before this film came out. Uh, in the movie, they actually gave Q a larger role to kind of fill the 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 gap the gap that would have been m's stuff on there yeah, yeah. um as a mark of respect uh albert broccoli refused to recast the role changes the script to say that m was on leave yeah. so anyway, uh, yeah i yeah like you know you didn't like it as much as i did but there, once again that that one i really enjoyed because i got to see it on my own by myself in a big theater and you know i mean you think about it like i said that these middle groups they could go up and down i mean i had it at 16 it's not in the bottom but it's not at the top it's not in the top 10 yeah yeah he was getting long in the tooth again in that one it's like "Eh, yeah uh all right so that you're up to 11 i think then number 11 you only live twice i think i hit that one already didn't i i think you did i can't find it what why can i find that (laughs) this was uh the the japanese uh Oh, no, I've not hit that. That one's actually a lot further up on my list. So, okay. Uh, okay. Well, this is good. Um, this entire film was was based in, in Asian culture. Japan, and, specifically. Yeah, Japan, specifically. Uh, I really enjoyed this film. Uh, one of the few, um, Connery movies, Connery movies where it, it was, it was not someplace that I've been, uh, I've never been to Japan. You have Blofeld with Donald Plessens. Yeah. Just really, really good blowfeld yep uh it, you had q 
Karen Dorr, uh, My Hama, and Akiko Wakabayashi. Wakabayashi. I think that's it. Uh, not bad, huh? Great, not bad at all. Yeah. Great Bond girls. Um, I mean, uh, you're 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 talking about your. Well, it's all Japanese-based, so all the Bond girls are going to be Asian. Gorgeous Bond girls. Yep. A- and they could act. I mean, mm-hmm. they acted really well. Uh, Akiko played Akai in in the show, and she was phenomenal. She As, was a right hand man to Tiger, if I were right hand woman to Tiger. Correct. Uh, Tiger was uh, Tetsura Tanaba. You're killing <laughs> these names, by the way. I'm impressed. I'm sorry. You're, you're uh, killing these names. No, you're. I mean, you. you're killing it. You're, you're doing good, man. Dude, this is this one was. I you, I, you would not have gotten through this last night. <laughs> I have notes next to uh next to their names of how to phonetically <laughs> say their names. Smart man. <laughs> um anyway, so so what do you think of this? Uh, it's a it's it, it's a much higher up on my list. So I'll I'll hit that when we get there. Okay. 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 Well, uh then number... I guess we're up to year 11. 11. Uh, my 11 is a Daniel Craig movie, A No Time to Die. And this is this is the one you have not seen. This is the last film. Uh, yes. This is the okay. one that I have not seen. I listed it as 25 because I haven't seen it. it it's it's well worth watching. Um, well, and, and you have Anna de Armas. Dude, you told me that the Batman was well worth watching. All right. Do you do you know who Anna de Armas is? No. Look her up real quick for me. Hang on. Did you ever see Knives Out? Yes. She's the girl in Knives Out with Daniel Craig. <laughs> okay. I know yeah. who she is. Yeah, she is just I I <laughs> Why is she not a Bond girl for me? Ooh, I don't know. Rami yeah. Malik is in this. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, have you watched his? Uh... Yeah, the Queen uh, movie. No, 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 no. He's in um. Mr. Roboto. Mr. Roboto. I've not seen it. No, I've heard it's excellent. Oh my gosh, it's incredible. Uh, Christian Slater is is to die for in it, but. I love Christian Slater ever since Pump Up the Volume um, and Heathers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but Rami, great actor. Yeah, he kills it. Yeah, he does a good job in this film, too. Um, yeah, no, I, it, it's it's a very good film. It, it, it damn near hit the top 10 for me. Um, yeah, when you get a chance to see it, see it. You'll... Oh, you have you have Christopher Waltz as Blofeld, and I, I haven't really seen a good flick with Christopher Waltz as Blofeld yet. 
he's very good. I mean, he didn't make my top five villains, but he does a great job because he was in two of these also. He was in um the we were just talking about that, the quantum of solace, but yeah. Inspector. He was inspector also. Yes. He does yes, a good yes. job. He does a very good job. So um Naomi Harris as Money Penny. Talk to me. Uh, I gotta look her up. I think I know who you're talking about, but because is she the last? Oh, why can't I just pop her up? What the hell? You might be computer challenged. Yeah, I, I definitely am. Unlike the rest of us that yeah, are yeah. savvy. Is this, uh, oh, I don't know how to spell her name, apparently. Oh, yeah. Um, she was in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. She was in the, I really enjoy her. She's been in three or four of the Daniel Craig movies. No, I, I, I love her character. But you know, uh, Money Penny was always played by the same girl. Mm. No, there were. Lori, there were a couple. I mean, you know, the, the the when we when you were going through Sean Connery and uh, Roger Moore, it was played by the same lady. Now there was another l- lady who played it during the the middle series there. But uh, then Naomi took over. No, I really enjoyed Naomi Harris's uh, portrayal, and um, I just like her as an actress. She's she's just really interesting to watch all the time. So, Money Penny, Miss Money Penny, because there was a different Money Penny uh, for Louise Louise Maxwell yeah, played Money Penny for the longest time up until she died in 2007. Um, and then it be, started becoming different people. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I was just wondering how you rate her up against Lori. I mean, um, I, I, like I say, I, I have enjoyed the other things that she has been in. I'm, I I like her a whole lot. I I put her up there in the top. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, where are we at? That was my eleven. Uh, so my number ten. Skyfall. Okay. I'm a few away from that one, but okay. Really? Ah, uh, we're we're. In the top 10 here, you could interchange almost all of these, really, if you think about it. You could. Um, First off, the music. Killer. Killer. Adele is incredible. The action scenes in this flick are beyond good. Javier Bardem as the bad guy. Killer. Javier Bardem as the bad guy. Oh, look at this. Naomi Harris plays Eve instead of 
Well, no, her name is Eve Moneypenny. She becomes Moneypenny in this film. Um, because she was a field agent at the beginning of one of the other films. One of my or this one, one of my favorite actors in the world, Albert Finney. Oh God, yes. And we were talking about him the other night, weren't we? Yes, we were talking. Uh, Tom we were, Jones. We were. You've never seen Tom Jones, but oh my God, no. Um, yeah. but we were talking about Albert Finney did this movie, uh, that was the sci-fi uh, movie Tracers was scanners scanners i think it was scanners yeah um they had the the gun that like stunned people like the light gun or something that stunned people yes yeah lookers looker look okay um if you ever get the chance to see this flick it's a little crazy it's hilarious i mean it's good it is so off the wall but nowadays Nowadays, it would scare you because we're at the point where this shit could happen. He um, and he does one of my most favorite uh, Christmas Carol movies of all time. He does Scrooge. Oh yeah, and it's it's fabulous. It really is fabulous. Um, so you know, Lookers has Albert Finney, James Coburn, uh, Lee Taylor Young. Susan Day. No, oh, yeah, actually, that's right. They scan Susan Day's body and recreate her. And it's just, oh, it's so weird. It's a, oh, it's a nightmare movie. <laughs> you will have bad dreams. <laughs> All right, so uh, let me get off of Albert Finney here. Sorry. Um. Rory Kinnear, mm-hmm. Greg Kinnear's brother. Uh, who else was in this? That's about all of the top names here. Uh, Judy Dench, of course. Oh, yeah. Bernice Marlowe is in this. Not ringing a bell with me, but. Uh, she plays Severin in the show as Bernice Lim Marlowe. Uh, Bernice Marlowe here. French actress Bernice Marlowe first came to the international attraction when she was cast as the glamorous and enigmatic Severin in the 23rd Bond film alongside Daniel Craig. Uh, In 2015, she starred in writer-director Victor Levin's romantic dramedy, Five to Seven. She also stars opposite Anton Yelich from Star Trek as an aspiring novelist in New York who has a Five to Seven affair with wife of a French... French. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, gorgeous woman. Yes, yeah, she is stunning. Yeah, that is a great fight scene in a pit with Komodo dragons. Oh my Yeah, God. I know, right? And the whole him in that boat going up 
to that bar scene was was gorgeous just absolutely gorgeous i think the best part about skyfall is that he was basically set up to fail in his mission but yet still gets it done yep yep um judy dench's role in this whole movie is pivotal she's awesome in this movie oh yeah Oh yeah. Uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit further on because he's up. They're up on my list a little bit further. So, all right. Well, that was my number ten. All right, my number ten is from Russia with Love. I think you already talked about, it, if I recall. Hmm. Where did I have that? No, I have not. Oh, okay. Yeah, from Russia with Love. Um, 1963, Sean Connery called this movie his personal favorite of all his Bond movies. Um, he was outfitted for this movie with eight specially tailored Savile Row suits, each one costing approximately $2,000 in 1963 money. Two G's a pop. Damn. Damn! This is the most viewed movie by Ian Fleming, the writer of all the Bond books. See, I just yeah, this is. I this may be my only Connery in my top ten list, if I recall, but this is yeah, definitely my my favorite Connery movie. Ah, mm. uh, what was this? Your my number 10 yep my number nine is a view to a kill i am not going to go into this again (laughs) we talked about that one quite a bit so what's your number nine uh the spy who loved me and this was the one with 13 on mine yep this is the one with the parachute in the union jack uh and now this is granted you know not my favorite Bond guy, but has, everything out there. He has the car, man. You got the car. Um, and, and like, even before it goes in the water, great fight, great chase sequence with the helicopter and the White Lotus. Um, I, I loved them when they were in Egypt and Jaws gets introduced. Um, it was just a lot of good going on in that film. There's a lot of, you know, the Russians working with the British. I just, yeah, it was, it's, it takes a lot of boxes for me. Let's just put it that way. Barbara Bach playing the, uh, the Russian intelligence, uh, girl, basically helping him, helping him through this. Barbara Bach was incredible. Uh, the, the, the scenes okay you have the lambo lotus or i mean the the lotus why is it that i call it a lambo <laughs> <coughs> sorry that you have the white lotus that does many fabulous things yeah that's a good car man uh 
not only with that, you have one of the best helicopter chase sequences around. You got the Carly Simon song. I love that song, obviously. Okay, I got a really cool little bit tidbit here. Uh, cinematographer Claude Ren- Renault. Renault, Renoir, Renoir. Renoir. His eyesight was failing at the time of this movie. He could not see to the end of the massive super tanker set. As a result, he could not supervise the lighting. Ken Adams turned to his friend Stanley Kubrick, who, under the condition of complete secrecy, supervised the lighting. He's the one that suggested the use of floodlights in, in certain areas. In addition, Katharina Kubrick, his stepdaughter, designed the dentures for Jaws that were worn in this movie and in Moonraker. Damn. I know, right? (laughs) Now, can you name the composer that wrote all the music for the show? Monty Norman? Nope. My favorite composer from theater, Marvin Hamlish. Really? Wrote all the music. All the incidentals for it. That's cool. That's a good bit of trivia right there. Yeah. Um that that's like been my only compliment to the show tonight. <laughs> all right, sir. Uh number eight. Was- that we're was my nine. Up, we're up to my number eight. Yes. You're not going to be ready for this. That's okay. My number eight, if I can get it to freaking finally open up. There we go. Is actually one of the guys that I, I didn't. I, he just didn't have good movies until now it's goldeneye pierce brosnan probably the best film he made oh absolutely the best film his best bond film absolutely absolutely his best bond film yep um let's see here you have an all-star cast oh yeah you have sean bean Playing your your uh, bad guy, bad guy. You have Famke Jansen, who we've already talked about once before. Oh yeah. You have Isabella Skrup- Skripko. Mm-hmm. That's the Bond girl. Love her. Robbie Coltrane. Once again, love him. And Joe Don Baker. I y- mean. Y- y- you missed the guy with the pen, dude. How could you do that? Who? Godfrey? The click, 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 click. Oh, Alan Cummings. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. There's there's too many of them. I know. It's a great cast. I mean, that whole scene on the train with Alan Cummings and that and that pen. No, that was the 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 pen was in the base underneath the, the telescope. The train was her trying to break into his shit. That's it. Yeah. Which was a good scene also. Uh, Just, wow. Oh. Oh. All-star cast. Robbie Coltrane is is basically a uh, 
a filler. I mean, he's only in it for what a minute and a half. He actually shows up in three films, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, but Joe Don Baker. Oh. <laughs> what? Uh, Sean, how is whoever the hell thought that Sean Bean was going to be a good bad guy antagonist in a Bond film was brilliant. Well, he, he, he in Lord of the Rings, he was kind of a good guy, bad guy. I mean, he's he, he's got that. Well, he yeah, he, he kind of flipped between yeah. antagonist and protagonist. Um, but in this, he's just evil. Alex Trevelyan, yep, freaking awesome. Yep, I loved this film. I probably should have rated this higher, but I didn't because it had Pierce Brosnan in it. <laughs> it's rated higher for me, so we'll, we'll touch upon it again. Uh, I will say, Thomke Jansen is probably the most beautiful Bond girl ever. I love that. She's got... She's got a very different look, but she's uh, here. I'm gonna the, the the way she looks at you. She's very basic. Number two, sure. <laughs> that's fucking hot. <laughs> it's the whole girl in uniform thing for you, dude. <laughs> we know how you are with women in uniform. <laughs> Just gonna tell you, it's a good thing there's no camera under the table. <laughs> All right, sir. So that was your number eight. Number eight, gold. My number eight is Goldfinger. All right, um, uh, and I'll tell you why. I have, I, you know, I have it up a lot higher than eight. No, I thought you already went over it. No. You already hit this one. No. Oh, sorry. No, 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 I'm sorry. You did not. Okay, Goldfinger, my number eight, 1964. That's right. I'm I'm sorry. Thinking of something else. Um, it was the fastest grossing movie in movie history when it was released and entered into the Guinness Book of World Records. Aston Martin was initially reluctant to part with two of their cars for the production. The production had to pay for the Aston Martins. However, after the success of the movie, both at the box office and for the company, they never had to spend money on a car ever again. Ever again. Yeah. It, it is. This is the quintessential old Bond movie for me. Um, it, him and the 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 pussy galore character a little rapey is probably my only issue with the whole movie because he like forces himself on her and she's supposedly gay and it's like they, a little cringy you couldn't get away with that shit today but other than that it's just the music the good guys the bad guys the just, just everything about that movie was that that to me embodies old school bond to a 
T. So that is that is my favorite old Bond movie out there. So okay, there you go. I'll talk more a little yes. later. Yes, you will. Uh, what are we on? That was my number eight. Number seven. We've already talked about Quantum of Solace. Good film. Very good film. Um, I really don't have a lot to add on to this of what we've already discussed. So I'm going to let you move on to your next. Okay. Because the next one, I have some stuff to talk about. <laughs> Alrighty. My number seven. 1973, Live and Let Die. Okay. You like <laughs> Of all the Roger Moore films, absolutely my favorite one. Um, Killer Bond Girl. Um, great bad guy. I mean, you know, you, you, and you, the different, I mean, he went from Harlem, New York to jamaica to hate i mean it's just you were all over the place i think this was probably roger moore at his peak in the bond films um having the the music by paul mccartney wings did not hurt either the and this was the introduction of your of your sheriff too which i absolutely love that dude no 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 i take that back uh no this is where they jumped over the no, no, no. I take that back. Crocodile Wrangler. Oh, okay. So it took the Crocodile Wrangler and stuntman Ross Kananga, who the villain of the movie was named after, six takes to complete the scene where he runs over the top. So that was an actual effect. He ran over real fucking crocodiles. Um, I'm not talking about this right now. Okay. <laughs> that dude received 60 thousand dollars for that stunt filmed at swamp safaris his 350 acre mangrove swamp on jamaica's north coast where he had 1000 crocodiles um yeah he couldn't do that anymore today it took him six times to get it right he fell five times um the the, the film company had to keep sending out to london for more clothes because they kept getting ripped up he they were got paid everything up here he got paid oh he got paid um he received 193 stitches on his leg and face there for those is six attempts there is a manager's answer he got paid yeah <laughs> but yeah it's just i really dig that film quite a bit the whole voodoo thing was kind of cool i am not talking the seven about up this. guy was in that i am I, not talking about this yet <laughs> so that's my number seven film Number six, Casino Royale. Mm, good film. Uh, where'd you have this? It's up. Uh, oh, it's up higher. Yep. Okay. Okay. So I'm not going to go into major detail here. Uh, another all-star cast. And I'm telling you, one of our best villains. La Chiffre. Yes. Is that, in whole, that whole bit at the end was just brutal. But we get Felix Leitner back. Yes. Later. Back. Um, Felix is actually one of my favorite characters through the Bond series. 
Because he's a friend of Bond's. American CIA and just a cool dude. But doesn't tell Bond everything. <laughs> well, he's CIA. What do you expect? Uh, Eva Green. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, she killed that part, man. Oh, man. She was so good as Vesper. Uh, yeah, you actually had a lot of M in this one as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Dame Judy Dench did her due diligence with this. This Quantum of Solace was actually one of my favorite uh, uh, Daniel Craig films. It has a lot in it. There's some positives. There's some negatives. But I thought you were doing Casino Royale. Or I mean Casino Royale. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. You're freaking me out there, man. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> um, you know, he he's out there fighting a uh, a private banker. Yeah. Um, for lack of a better term, yeah. For yeah, for lack of a better term. There were several several things in this that really excited me. First off, they actually filmed in Monaco, mm-hmm. which excites the hell out of me. That is one place I want to go. Oh, yeah. We'll be right back, people. Hang on. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing. Nothing. This is actually a great song. You had to know what's become of you. We're a mechanical. Feel like I should know it. It's only like two years old. You had to know what I've done to you. We're a mechanical work of art, a force that only you could start. Tell me what it feels like when you don't really want to face the night. This is what it feels like with your eyes closed, we're at such a part. We're in the middle of the night. I like it. Yeah, it's a good song. All right, you go pee. See you yeah, we'll be right back. I don't know what's become of you. You were the first light in the dark. Torch that only you could spark. You, I don't know what we're fighting for.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Another great 80s song. How many weddings has this been played at? Out by LA is probably the biggest hit, wasn't it? Yes. Why do I find it hard to write the next line? Oh, I want the truth to be said. Oh my god. One of their best songs ever. Um, I am so, so look. The next show, Burke has. And I don't know what it is, but the show after that is the best mixtape show. I am so looking forward to that. <laughs> oh my gosh. The best ballads that we can come up with to, yeah, to make it happen. To get, to keep, and to break up with. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, we're doing best. Pick up. Pick up. Best keep. Best keep and best break up. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. 
the kids that listen to our show are going to sit back and go, I can use that. <laughs> that's a that's an okay song, man. <laughs> All right, sir. Where were we at? I have highlighted number six. Ooh, uh, I have Casino Royale as my six. Did we go over that? I believe you did go over Casino Royale. I yes, do, yes, you did. I do All right, so, so we are to my number six. So my number six is Spectre 2015. Daniel Ooh. Craig. Ah, ooh. <sighs> hmm. Can't believe this is number six. Well, you haven't hit this one yet, have you? No. Yeah. So this is the first James Bond movie not to feature the iconic trumpet playing of Derek Watkins, who did all the da-da-da-da-da-da. Oh, yes. Yeah. He was featured on every soundtrack track of every Bond movie until his death shortly after the release of Skyfall. Um, now, following the success of this movie, this movie had one of the, maybe one of the coolest intros to a Bond film. It was that whole uh, Dia de Muertos, and it was this, this long one shot going through the hotel. The whole yeah, it was just stunning. Um, after the success of this movie, Mexico City held its very first Day of the Dead parade, complete with floats, dancers, giant marionettes. Uh, in 2016, prior to this, no parade had ever been held in Mexico City. Yes. So after, the, after that, they're like, "Hey, this is cool. We got to do this again." Um, yeah, I just the, uh, Dave Batista was in this movie. Good chase scenes, good intrigue. Uh, just this was a really good film. I, you know, once again, if I had a DVD box, I'd I'd whip this out and watch this in a heartbeat. So I really enjoyed this film. <coughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, which film is this? Live and Let Die? The music is Live oh. and Let Die, yes. No, what show are we on? I'm sorry. I, just did, I was, I, <laughs> I just I was in the middle. I was in the middle of doing something else. <laughs> I, I just talked so about. sorry. I just talked about Spectre, Daniel Craig. Oh, the whole reason why I didn't say anything about this is that it's going to come up again. There you go. Okay. So that was my number six. All right. Number five. Dr. No. The very first film, the one that started it all, that burkaded. No, no, no. Hadn't seen in forever and just couldn't remember anything really good about it. So I do want to hear your highlights of this movie. Okay. Jack Lord as Felix Leitner. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Jack Lord. I mean, Hawaii Five-0. Hawaii Five-0, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Great, great actor. You also had Ursula Andress. And that entire scene on the beach is to die for uh you had the the flame throwing whatever the hell that thing was <laughs> coming after them uh 
there was excitement all the way through this flick. And, <laughs> and honestly, this film did so well at the box office that the Bond series was started. It wasn't going to end. They made money off of this. Now, you had Bernard Ligui as M, who he's been M for, for a long, long time. Yeah. For a long time. But Jack Lord as Felix, Joseph Wiseman as Dr. No. The whole Dr. No uh, experience with with Bond going and meeting him and becoming almost almost like friends like this this was the start of the henchmen or uh the villains actually treating bond in a way that he's the enemy but hey come on in we're he's a respected gentleman in the group <laughs> yes it was it was such a different take on um most of the movies at, at this point in time the villain didn't recognize the the antagonist or the protagonist as as somebody who was formidable or deserved respect yeah and dr no gave him a lot of respect okay um, and that's kind of what, what the hook was with me. Plus Sean Connery. I'm sorry. Sean Connery. In a second, when we get through this list, we're going to sit back and say, who was the best? Sean Connery was number one until Daniel Craig in my book. Uh, I will agree with that. He outdid Roger Moore, and Roger Moore did more movies. Yeah. But nobody could compete. I mean, they had Lazenby come in to take over, and they went back to Sean Connery. <laughs> that tells you something. Sean Connery was the best 007. For a long, long time. For a long time. But we'll get into that discussion later. All right, sir. Uh, what is your number four? My number four is also a Sean Connery movie. This is You Only Live Twice, 1967. I was born that year. <laughs> I just, the thing about this film Dang. was, yeah, it, it being the whole J Japanese thing, mm -hmm. um, I, I, I loved the villain i love the japanese stuff um i love little nell the little you know gyrocopter airplane um i i love the aesthetic of the lair with the with the the spaceships and stuff like that um i, I have I to love that the music just embodied not only bond but the japanese stuff it, it just it was kind of an all-encompassing that's my favorite connery film i love the gyrocopter yeah. in it. it it's just I, 
it's not a normal thing that you get to see. We've seen helicopters, we've seen planes, but the use of a gyrocopter was just, I loved it. I was like, yeah, that's some cool shit there. All right. So a little tidbit here. The henchman bond fight in Osato's office was played by a Samoan pro wrestler name of the high chief Peter Fanine Mevia, who is grandfather to Dwayne Johnson, the rock. I know, right? Who is a wrestler? Uh huh. Yep. Well, he was a wrestler. His son was a wrestler and his grandson was a wrestler. Yep, absolutely. And this is the only Eon production James Bond movie to date in which James Bond does not actually get behind the wheel of an automobile. He was driven around. And you got to admit, that Toyota was freaking cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a good looking car. <laughs> uh, uh... Wasn't this the movie that they moved from a Beretta to a Walther? Yes. Yeah. So, yep, that's that's my number four. Uh, let's see here. Um, my number three. Four. No. Oh, you're four. I'm Sorry. four. Goldfinger. Okay. Uh, Goldfinger. How do I explain this? Um. There's a lot of kick-ass shit that came in came into the uh, the Goldfinger thing. Um, the laser that almost cuts his balls off it was supposed to be a saw, but they 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 updated it to something cooler. Totally cool. <laughs> um, director was Guy Hamilton. Uh, you're. Your star was, of course, Sean Connery, but my favorite, well, one of my favorite villains, Gert Frobe. Odd job. No. Oric Goldfinger. Oh, sorry. The villain. My bad. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Odd job. Harold Sakata. Sounds right. I'm doing so good. (laughs) <laughs> uh Harold Sakata is in this. Odd job is the best henchman in the series. I've always said this. Um not to mention the fact that he got to drive a Bugatti Royale. Which a- you have mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows that the Bugatti <laughs> Royale is my ultimate. If I became a billionaire tomorrow. <laughs> You'd have to be a billionaire, to, a multi-billionaire. I would own this car. <laughs> Just phenomenal. <laughs> but you also have Honor Blackman as Pussy Galore. What a great name. Uh, Shirley, Shirley Eaton as Jill Masterson. You had some of the best looking women in Bond films in this, in this movie. I mean, 
we can go back and talk about Holly Berry all we want. That was one woman in a Bond movie. This Bond movie had three. <laughs> uh, you also have F- Felix. Felix Leiter, who is my favorite off-character in yeah. any of the 007s. He is there for one purpose and one purpose alone, to help 007 get through whatever he has to get through. If you're in America, you need Felix. Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go. That is cool. my number four. My number three you've already hit up is Casino Royale 2006. First Daniel Craig movie. Great flick. Yeah. I there has there's a theme amongst all these movies that when you introduce a new Bond character, they spend a lot of extra time and money on that film to promote this new person. Um you notice that in the in the, the Roger Moore, the first film he was in, um the casino royale uh, just every every new bond film is is they step it up a notch above what they normally do and casino royale was no exception great cars great scenery um the stunt with the aston martin that rolled has a guinness book of world records for the most rolls on camera of any car in a movie mm-hmm. ever yeah. uh and it was on accident um just oh yeah just everything about this movie was just really top i mean just you know the fight scene in the hallway and the staircase was just brutal um getting bond into a a bespoke tuxedo for the first time there's just a whole lot of good films like that it is definitely one of my favorite bond films so casino royale uh the the movie came out in 2006 the novel came out in 1953 and there was an offshoot of this film a parody david niven yes and peter sellers i think yes i do believe so i think we've had this discussion already yeah. but um but i have to rehit the fact that uh, the film has been made before. Mm-hmm. Daniel Craig made it a great film. Uh, right, he was an all-star cast again. Yeah, all-star cast. This film was one of the top-rated uh, films from Daniel Craig. I think oh, yeah. there's I think there's one film that's better. But I love this film. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to number 3. For you. You'll hate it. That's okay. From Russia with Love. No, it, was, it was up on my list there. Somewhere. Or what's yours? I'm a looking. It was number 10. It was in the top 10. 
Okay, so it was in the top 10. Yeah. Um, we've already gone through a big discussion on this, and I'm not going to go into it very heavily, but it was it was a great Sean Connery film. Now, you can take almost all of Sean Connery's 007s and put them together because they were all kind of same kind of yeah it was ingredients here and there and yeah um i love the the briefcase i gotta admit i did love the briefcase because it was like it was it was cool spy shit but it was realistic spy stuff well q came up with enough stuff that was that was realistic enough to where you sat back and went oh and, and the and that fight scene on the train is is a great great hand to hand fight scene. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um I know we've already talked about this so I'm not going to stay on it long but I love this movie. I think it was probably the best Sean Connery film made. Um I like I like the the you only live twice because there were ninjas. Okay, <laughs> I give you that. All right, sir, you're number two. The man with the golden gun, not one of your all time favorites, but there was just so many things, so many pretty things about this movie. The the junket that they were they were sailing on at the end was awesome. The uh, you gotta admit, man, the the the. Uh, Phuket, Thailand is where they filmed this. Yes. Fucking gorgeous. The the airplane the the that they rode in, I mean, that's just cool as all get out. Have you ever been there? No, no. Okay. In the Navy I was there. And uh Phuket. It's an interesting place. I saw I'll bet, yeah. I saw ping pong balls. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> absolutely this, this was also the film where they took the amc and did the 360 loop over the river if i recall right yeah exactly that was, you, you had your you had your guy from louisiana in it again um scaramanga's car turned into a flipping airplane mm-hmm. I, there was just a lot of good stuff about this movie man i thought you know and it was it was another one of those films where the bad guy held bond with the utmost respect, like they were equals. Her, you know what I mean? Her, Hervé Villages. Hervé Villages. <laughs> Freaking phenomenal. I, uh, love, I love Tattoo. Yeah. Uh, who played Knickknack in this flick. But Tattoo, come yeah. on. You got to love that guy. That played. That played. <laughs> 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 All right, sir. Number two. Oh, wait, hold on. I got a little bit on this one, too. Man with the Golden Gun. The title role was originally offered to Jack Palance instead of Christopher Lee. Yes. Um, But it went to Christopher Lee, who is the cousin of Ian Fleming. Okay. okay like, I had no clue until I read that. I'm like, are you shitting me? <laughs> um. The RCCBC plane 
was donated by a wealthy American James Bond fan, but he had to fly it himself in the movie, which he did all the way from the United States to Thailand. Um, and yes, Christopher Lee was a uh, had a brief career in the British Secret Service, yes. in which he studied several languages. One of these languages was Swedish, and offset, he spoke Swedish with Britt Eklund and Maude Adams, who also speak Swedish. Okay. I'm done now. Burke's going to hate this one. Nah. Live and let die. Roger nah. Moore. Yafet Kodo. Clifton James. My freaking favorite little, uh, <laughs> but you get the guy from the seven up commercial in there. Jeffrey like, Harris. On. Yeah. No, Chris Jeffrey Dickey, Harris. No come on. The never un- had it. Never will. The <laughs> Ancola. <laughs> Jane Seymour. Oh God. I love Jane Seymour. Okay. Oh my gosh. Here's what I loved about this, this movie um you have the new orleans aspect that's right they started there yeah i forgot about that that transfers over to jamaica i mean two of my favorite places to visit i love both those places you have jane seymour who looks Fabulous at this point in time in her life. Uh, never mind medicine woman. Uh, Dr. Quigley. Dr. Quinn, whatever. Dr. Quinn, that's right. Quigley down under. Sorry, that was the other one. Yafit <laughs> <laughs> um, Kodo, one of my favorite African-American actors out there. He plays one of the best villains in this. And what I really loved was that through the movie, he played other characters that you don't know about because he was in makeup. Yeah. He peeled the face off himself. Yep. Yeah. Um, best scene. The, the, uh, 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 uh cemetery march or uh what is that funeral funeral, funeral dirge yeah through uh yeah through Where they New kill Orleans. the cia agent and then put Where, him in the casket yeah and they <laughs> drop the casket over him and all of a sudden he's picked up i'm like damn that is so good oh god i forgot about earl jolly brown as whisper oh yeah he was trying to like yell going he's over there, he's over there. <laughs> 1973 now i don't think that this movie could be made nowadays well considering harlem is now like uptown new york yeah it doesn't make any sense anymore but yeah yeah i don't know i mean all the african-american people were like the kingpins and the high lords of this well they were bad guys though well yeah i mean there's always going to be a bad guy, but you know, they were the guys in charge. Not like they were the subordinates. They were the, the high rankers, you know, can't have that. What's your number one. My number one (laughs) happens to be golden eye. No shit. Yeah. 
it, it, it's one of those that just ticks off every single box. Dude, that's oh. my number eight. I know. I know. 1995 features the highest bungee jump from a structure in a movie. Drop was over 722 feet. The man who did the jump has a cameo as a black-haired tiger helicopter pilot shot by Xenia on a top. Mm-hmm. GoldenEye is the nickname of James Bond creator Ian Fleming's beachfront house in Jamaica, where he wrote the Bond novels and short stories. Um, it was also the name of the contingency plan that the SIS, whose members included Fleming, devised in the event of a Nazi invasion of Spain. Um, and then at the end of the film, you had that BMW Z3 Roadster. Oh, yeah. And, all right. Well, it wasn't seen deploying any gadgets because the deal with BMW, it, it came very late in the production of the movie. But the car wasn't even out. That was a pre-production prototype that they used in the movie. So I almost bought that car. All right. <laughs> Oh, it was also the final James Bond movie ever viewed by Albert Broccoli. Oh, how sad. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I, I love, I, I, I love the Bond girl that she's smart and everything. You got Trevelyan. You've got, you got the train. It's, it's, the, you got the Arecibo telescope. It's, it's great cat. It just had it all. It was just, it was just a perfectly rounded film for me. It had, good action he i really think this was brosnan's best bond film okay okay oh shout out to uh john at work said uh, i had to shout out that the n64 game was the best first person shooter game of all time ever wow <laughs> um so that was your number one right that's my number one pick yep i don't agree Different opinions make the world go round, my friend. I do not agree whatsoever. <laughs> my number one, Daniel Craig, 2015, Spectre. That's a great film. This film goes back to the origins of what 007 was all about, and that's fighting Spectre. I, I ranked... Skyfall slightly above that one, and I'll, I'll tell you the reason. Okay, it came all at the very end of Skyfall after Judy Dench passes away. You go back to having a money penny in the original office mm-hmm. with a gentleman M behind the door with the leather cladding and the whole. It just felt like the entire series came around back again to where it all started. So that was why okay, I, I, okay. I took Skyfall slightly above Spectre, but Spectre's up there for me. I I can't agree with that because A, <clears throat> Skyfall killed me with Judy Dench being killed. That really bothered me um, because in no book, do you ever see M being killed? So to me, that was a step aside from, okay, this is the purest thing that I have. Um, like I had with the Batman. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, well, let's face it. There was no female M ever in the books either. I mean, they had to take that is true. 
yeah, you had to, you had, you had to branch out with the movies a little bit more from the source material to keep it fresh. Now, Spectre has Baptiste, Dave Bap, Baptiste, Batista, yeah, uh, who's an ex WWE wrestler. <laughs> He's very intimidating in this film, too. He's great. Oh, he's awesome. The car um, chases were excellent. Christopher Waltz, probably the second best Blofeld there ever was. Uh, he's just a great actor in general. I mean, I loved him in Django Unchained. Oh, yeah. Um, Ralph. Ralph. Ralph Fiennes. Fiennes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, takes over as M. And he's actually really good. No, oh, I, I love him. Is this the one where MI6 blows up? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, now, he was in No Time to Die as well, and I haven't seen that yet. Um, You'll like it. It's not going to be. It, it, it might be your top it might be in your top 10 it's a very very good movie you'll like it you'll you'll enjoy it i just Except for the ending kind of specter specter for me takes us back to to what 007 was originally built on i mean 007 was brought into service to stop specter yeah, that was all the way back. Well, it was Spectre. Second Spectre film. Spectre and Dr. No or from Russia. I know it was from Russia with love for it sure. Was, it was in the second film. It wasn't in Dr. No. Yeah, from Russia with love is when we were first introduced to Spectre. That's right. So for me, this this is like going back to the roots. I just, I really enjoyed this film. There was a lot of positives to it. The acting was phenomenal. Daniel Craig. Okay. All right. We have to do this now. All right. Who was your best Bond? Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Killed it. Who's your second best? Um, I'd go Connery on second. Sean Connery. Who's your third best? Uh, that'd be Brosnan. I would have gone. Yeah, I'd probably go Brosnan. He just wasn't quite as his. Some of the movies he got stuck in kind of sucked, but I liked his portrayal. Fourth best. Uh, uh, not Lazenby. Uh. <laughs> All right, my. I'll tell you, my fourth best is Roger Moore. Yeah, Roger Moore, fourth best, and then Lazenby have to be coming in last. Well, fifth best is Timothy Dalton. Oh, God, I forgot about him. Um, I would take Timothy above Lazenby, uh, slightly. Yeah, and last would be Lazenby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Daniel Craig has turned out to be a really good Bond. 
Yeah, and nobody expected. They were like, every time you get a new Bond, everyone's like bitching and moaning, like, oh, there's no freaking way he can do that. We got and Chris, like, he's blonde. He can't be Bond. Is like, yeah, he killed it, man. Uh, it's like saying Heath Ledger is the Joker is gonna suck, and then he, he just killed it. So Daniel Craig's talking about retiring. Well, he's done the last film. He's he's that that last film. It was his last film. What do you think about Jason Statham? I, I not really. Is it because he's bald? No. He would be okay. I think he'd be like a Brazen level. He'd be okay. Do you think they need to look at somebody who is a no name? Possibly. I mean, Craig was kind of a no name when they picked him. Okay. I agree. I like Jason Statham. I, I, I do. I, I do. I just, I don't he's a little I, I don't know with the right script and the right direction he'd probably be good uh, i don't know that i would love him to death but he'd probably be good okay so there's nobody in your mind i, I hadn't thought about it um well we they have, might they we might have to think no about name. this because uh it's coming. There's going to be a new bond. How many British actors are there that we could fit into this role? Red Dwarf does not count. Let's see. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Not a bad choice. Okay. Tom Hardy, possibly. Mm-hmm. Henry Cavill, he is now, British. Ooh, I like that. I like He that. looks the part. He's done The Saint, I believe, as a movie. It was not bad. Young enough to where he could do probably six films. Yeah, I think Idris Elba's a bit old. Well, I think that's my problem with Jason Statham is that he'll only get like four four films in. Who is this? Richard Madden. The Bodyguard and Game of Thrones. Don't know him, but he's got a good look to him. Tom Hiddleston? Never heard of him. Loki from the MCU films? Oh, Loki. Okay. I just pulled up, like, who could be the next James Bond. There's, like, 25 actors in here. James Norton. Don't know that I know him, but... Okay, maybe. Jonathan Bailey, maybe. Jamie Bell? Not seeing John Boyega as Bond. Not seeing Will Poulter either. 
Dwayne the Rock Johnson, not a chance. Not British either. Stop it. Interesting. Loki. Uh Chiwetel. I cannot pronounce this guy's name. Chiwetel Edge of Four. This was a guy that was in the Doctor Strange movie. Okay. Um Academy Award nom for 12 years a slave, worked in the Blood of the Lion King, Doctor Strange. He would he'd be an interesting choice, actually. Hmm. So there's a few out there. I mean, there's a few that could probably... I like I like Tom Hiddleston. I like Hiddleston. Uh Scottish born, so he's kind of got the same lineage as as Connery. Connery. Uh, Actually went to the school of Oxford. And he plays Loki in the Marvel series. So I kind of dig that. Well, Um, have you seen a picture of him? Yeah, (laughs) I've I know you have, but <laughs> that was a great series, by the way. Fabulous. Um, I really like this kid. I like him. I I, I could go with Ca- Henry Cavill would be a good choice too. Yeah, Hen- yeah. I could see Henry. Now, the thing I love about Henry is he he's a geek like us. Like the reason he did The Witcher is because he loved the source material and the reason right. he left the witcher is because they're straying so far from the source material um i, I think he did a great job as superman I, I i i i could definitely see him as bond i think he would do a great job i could see it yeah. i could totally see it um yeah i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen with the series daniel craig Definitely top my list. Yeah, he 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 killed it. Uh, Daniel Craig was. Wow! 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 Best Bond. Bond. Ever. Ever. Oh, God. I'll never get tired. We should watch Lone Wolf McQuaid again. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) What's what's your problem, man? What's your problem? Well, okay. He'd have wanted it this way. Uh. Oh my gosh.
Nancy, we, Nancy Sinatra. Yep, yep, killing that one. Now, if we watched Lone Wolf McLeod and we did the Ranger game, maybe. All right, hang on. I gotta, I gotta write that down. You know what the Ranger game is, right? No. You take a shot every time somebody says Ranger. We'd never make it through. That's why it's a perfect game for watching that movie. Oh, fuck. We'd be fucked. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. uh. Oh, fuck. Watching the MIG hit that, that radio telescope. Oh, is so good, man, and, and her getting out and oh, just... damn! All right, do you got anything else that you want to add to this two-day-long extravaganza? Well, I have one minute twenty seconds left, and with that one minute twenty seconds left. Just to annoy Bert. <laughs> now you could put it on some foreigner. That would really annoy me. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Why do you hate foreigners so I much? I told you, man. There was a there was a girl involved, and I got ghosted, and I was pissed off, and it was just one of those things. It was do a girl it. thing. I had Kelly Rapaz, who left me for a woman. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Davisandavisshow.com. And if you want some merch, you can go to the Davisandavisshow.com and get some awesome pictures of us on your wearables. It's exciting. Seven. <laughs> See, here's the thing if you're not wearing our stuff you don't know what you're missing i i really have to pee i get whoa and the timer is off so you get to go pee my friend i gotta go pee i love y'all not really <laughs> i gotta go bye Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.